Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. I was cleaning out one of my drawers the other day. Oh dear. And I stumbled upon what I thought would be absolutely golden segments for intros of this podcast. I'm here for it. Introducing Adrian's journal time. Oh, yes. These journals go back, right? And today I'm going to read you a journal entry from June 2006. Okay. Okay. We hadn't even met yet. No, we hadn't. I hadn't even moved to Manchester at this point. I was in Birmingham living my life. Right. I would have been, June 2006, I was 15 years old. A child. A child. And this is my journal entry. I love this. Hello, mate. Yes. (laughs) Your only friend. (laughs) (laughs) I know my diary is not a sentient being, but I treated it as such. Hello, mate. It's been a few days since I last wrote in here, but what can I say? My heart has been blown into smithereens. Oh, it's sad, Adrian. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is not a happy story. <laughs> oh. That's right. The girl of our dreams with the nice lip gloss and the wavy <laughs> chocolate hair, the girl that introduced us to the mighty boosh and panic at the disco is no longer a part of us. People keep telling me that it wasn't a real relationship because we only saw each other twice in the space of three months. But to me, it was real. A love of 7,000 burning suns. And anyways, do you know how far away the northeast of England is? Really far is the answer. (laughs) I'm such a douchebag. You're probably wondering why she broke up with me. After countless hours on the phone and all the lovely poems about grapes and barn animals that I had wait, sent her. Wait, wait. Grapes and barn owls? Barn animals. But that makes it better. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the end, it boiled down to the fact that we were just growing apart. I mean, I was 15, right? <laughs> yeah, but 15 and writing poems about <laughs> barn animals. She called me at the usual time, but rather than being met with her lovely Billy Elliot-like, hello, pet, it was the sound (laughs) of a song that I sort of recognised. But it was strange, because the song just kept playing and she didn't say a word. Eventually the penny dropped, and I realised that she was playing me a plain white tea song. No, not the classic Hey There Delilah. Instead, it was the heart-wrenching Hey is a strong word, open bracket, but I really, really, really don't like you, close bracket. Oh, wow. I came to the wow. realisation of what was happening, 
and how heartbroken I was starting to feel. Once the three minutes and 44 seconds had gone by <laughs> and the song was finally over, I was met with the silence, shortly followed by a hope that made sense and the phone oh. hanging up on the other end. I was stunned. What That's had so I done? Sad. What should I have done differently? I sat on my parents' bed wondering these things because their room was much bigger and the signal was better. And a little salty <laughs> tear came down my cheek. My mum entered the room and asked me what was wrong. I explained to her the situation. She put her arm around me and said, Don't worry, plenty more girls are going to break up with you. <laughs> Your mum is such a good motivational speaker. Yeah, for real. She wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate, also, that song of choice, the worst thing is I'm sat here like, oh, that's such a good song. Hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like you. Three minutes um, and 44 seconds, mate. It felt like the longest <laughs> three minutes and 44 seconds of my life. Just oh. And I took it. I took it. I just sat there and listened to the whole song. Is this bringing back bad memories? Is this now turning into a therapy session? A lot. Yeah. What, what is your current emotion? Do you want... Do we need to embrace it? Are you okay with it? <laughs> like I said, I was 15. And... Yeah, let's not discuss it. <laughs> let's I mean, that's a tear I can see. <laughs> let's, not, let's not rip that, uh, that plaster off just yet. But I do have a question. Yeah? I am currently going through a period where all of the programmes I've been watching, they're all coming to an end. Um, and I like having something that is just something that I don't have to think about while I'm watching and I am a big fan of food um to the point that I collect cookbooks like that's I I love them I love food photography I I rarely make things from them but I really enjoy owning cookbooks um so the program that I've put on recently has been Sugar Rush Extra Sweet and they always get there's like a cupcake round a confection round and then if you get to the final you have to like make a bigger cake um and they always get a theme for their cupcake and they've got to obviously make it my question was if you were going to be a cupcake so sponge filling icing decoration on top what would you be i'm so disappointed right now why i thought you were going to ask me for show recommendations I genuinely thought you were going to ask me for my opinion on what shows you should watch next. And I got so excited and all of a sudden it went to, what cupcake would you be? The thing is, <laughs> this is an intro. This is the intro to go at the start of an episode. If I asked you for show recommendations, it'd be in three parts. <laughs> yeah, you know what? To be fair, you said food and you said that you love watching food programmes. Um, I am going to make a recommendation because I know that you've seen this film and you've enjoyed this film. You need to watch The Chef show, which is Mm -hmm. they cook all the food from the chef movie. And it's incredible. It's so good. I mean, don't watch watch it when you're hungry. (laughs) But, oh yeah, it's... I'm constantly eating. So I'm, I'm rarely hungry. Because I'm constantly eating. That's how I solve that problem. But I guarantee that this, this show will make you... Like, for example, like I can watch The Bake Off and sometimes they'll yeah. make something and I think, oh, yeah, that looks nice. But I think because you've seen so many cakes, you're like, 
I don't really want cake right now because it's just a mm-hmm. bit too much. But with this show, like you see when they make like the grilled cheese that he makes in the movie. Oh, don't. Or, like the pulled pork. And, oh, man. Anyway, back to your real question. Have you ever gone to the hummingbird? Yes. Hummingbird in, Bakery. Thank you. In London. Yeah. Ye- You've been there before? Yeah. Just we a fan. I have the cookbook. Oh really? Yeah. Is it just in London or have they have they like expanded now? Right. So in the Hummingbird Bakery or at the Hummingbird Bakery, they make a red velvet white chocolate cupcake. Yes, they do. I'm also going to correct myself because they are definitely not just in London. Because if you go on Dubai Mall, Mall of Emirates. Basically Dubai in London. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I saw it when I went to Dubai. I went to the Dubai Mall, mate. Best mall. I love malls. I really do. (laughs) Let's go to the mall. Hannah and I had walked around the mall, no joke, for seven hours. This was on my birthday because she knows how much I love malls. She's such a good wife. She really is. And so we went to the Dubai Mall. We walked around for seven hours and we hadn't even covered half of it. Oh, wow. That's like, it has an aquarium inside of it. It has like, I'm pretty sure it has like a zoo inside of it. It's Yeah, it's I think it does. huge, huge. And then it's joined to the Wiz Khalifa. As... Yeah, no, Burj Khalifa. The Burj Khalifa. Not the Wiz Khalifa. Both are very high. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, back to the cupcakes. Um, red velvet, white chocolate, right? So mm-hmm. it's a red velvet cupcake. I love red velvet. I know that it's so basic and so... It's literally just chocolate and vanilla with right. food colouring, but cute. But they do, like, the inside of it is filled with white chocolate, right? And then it has on the top of it just the most delicious frosting. It's just frosting. It's just vanilla frosting. That's all it is. But it is delicious. And it's like sprinkled with like chocolate as well. But inside the cupcake is like two or three bits of white chocolate. And if you get them fresh, the uh-huh. chocolate is melted. And so Ooh. when you bite into it, you Puddle. get the cupcake, which is really delicious, not dry at all. You get the frosting, which is also very good. And then you get this oozing of like white chocolate down your chin. I'm giving myself diabetes just like describing it, but it's so delicious. I love the fact that I thought you were going to just like at this point you have the world as your oyster and you could have created any cupcake. And your option was the red velvet white chocolate one from Hummingbird Bakery. We just went with one that already existed. I guess I should get on with the show. Oh, this was so much this was so much fun talking about cupcakes. It was. And your childhood heartbreak. Yeah. For those of you listening who may be concerned, I'm fine, I promise. <laughs> like I said, it happened fifteen years ago and so And yet you're still talking about it. Treats, treats, treats coming at you. What kind of treats are your favourite treats? Depends on my mood. Sometimes I like them sweet, sometimes I like them savoury. I meant more for like on a Saturday morning when we're recording a podcast, what kind of, what kind of treat <laughs> do you like? Because I've got a treat for you. 
in the form of... All of my treats are always going to be food-based. Well, you're in luck because... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not into cannibalism. Today we have a music student, a sushi connoisseur, a fashion icon. Sounds good so far. A psychological thriller enthusiast, a part-time Dolly Parton impersonator, and most important of all, an expert on the US office. Please welcome, put your hands together and stand to your feet for the ovation of ovations. It's Sergio, in Brazilian, Ribeiro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Thank you so much. I mean, you say what an introduction. Be careful. Rochelle's a bit hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always hungry. Um, I love the fact I think your intro shows the split between me and Adrian. Adrian's like, ah, important, the US office, because it's film and media. And I was like, it's a sushi connoisseur. Tell me more. I mean, (laughs) I, I, I think that introduction pretty much sums up all the things that I love. Sushi is is the best food. Like, th- there's nothing better. It's quick, easy, you know. It doesn't make you feel, like, bad about yourself, you know, after you eat it. So it's just great. It's just great. It's true. Sushi is not judgmental. Um, I like the fact that you said the intro is all of the things that you love. When did your love of Dolly Parton oh, start? Um, you know what? This is a loaded question because I actually did not like country for a long time not for a long time but then i found this song i'm not gonna say that i love dolly parton but i love a song by dolly parton blue smoke now that song is prime like that's that's the best song ever written in my opinion so ever written don't make me feel like that's big now, now i don't know i'm doubting myself Maybe not ever written. No, don't doubt yourself. You, Say it with your chest. You. But also, it's coming from a music student. A music and student. That's a not just a music student, claim. but a musician. Oh, Someone gosh. who writes his own music. And you're saying True. that that's the best song ever written. No, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not. Is there a way to like cut that out or something? <laughs> no, bro. Like, seriously, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just thinking, like, there's the Maya He song. That's True. Easy. True. Like those words cut through me. I mean, I don't speak Romanian, but still. You don't need to speak Romanian to feel that. Yeah, of course. So much emotion. Yeah. Like that song broke barriers. You know what? A song that, talking about music, a song that became like a meme, but I think it's actually like quality. It's never going to give you a bite. Like we talk about getting Rick rolled, but like I, I enjoy it. It's such a good song. I listen to it like on a daily basis. Such a good song. Gets your mood up. Gets you excited for the day. So good. Makes me feel special as well. For my my friend's 18th birthday, I got him the Rick Astley Ultimate Collection. And he wow. opened it and he was like, <laughs> oh, banter. Where's my real present? And I, and I was like, bro, that's it. It cost me like 22 quid or something. Like It was, it was really expensive. It was like a... F- eight disc collection i didn't know he had that many songs that is the best thing i've heard i've never actually been rick rolled right one thing i will say for the masses but mostly for you is as i've like replayed in my head the conversations that we've had with previous guests 
Like, for, for an outsider, people that don't know Rochelle and I, they must think we're, like, the most horrible people <laughs> that exist on this planet, right? Because anytime someone says, I really like this, we're always, like, literally, instantly, we're like, what? You like that? Oh, you like that? What? what? Blue smoke? What about this? What about this? What? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you just bring people uh, to the po- podcast that has like a have like a really big ego to kind of like humble themselves. It's like, oh, you love this. Well, it's not good enough. Like that's we know what's good. Our guests are that. such nice people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely think before I say something. In right now, then <laughs> I'm gonna put that yeah. to the test. And in keeping to our true character, the way that you defended Blue Smoke was appalling it was it was terrible like we can tell that that is not really your favorite song because you didn't really defend it straight away, straight like, away. actually is it my favorite song <laughs> it, you started questioning everything it is a good song but if you question me i will question myself straight away oh, definitely that's, that's the power we have usually we uh we ask people to bring something in solely I mean, we say we, we're going to give them a prize, but it's really just for the entertainment of Rochelle and, and myself um, because that's just the selfish kind of people that we are. Um, yeah. So this week, we have asked you to bring in something you cannot live without. Uh, what I brought here today, it has a story. It seems like a simple object, but it has a story, right? So I brought this guitar and I'll explain why. So it's not just a simple guitar, right? Wow. Um, so I chose a guitar because, of course, I'm a musician and I kind of like wanted to reflect that. But this guitar is, has a really cool story. So this guitar is an Argentinian guitar bought by a Brazilian in Argentina. And then he moved back to Brazil. And then I met that Brazilian. I said, you know what? I would like to buy that guitar. So I bought that guitar in Brazil. And I brought it back to England. So that's kind of like the little journey, let's call it a little journey, right? <laughs> uh, of this guitar. But the coolest thing is how I actually bought this guitar. Um, so I was with um, a friend of mine and we were talking to this guy, this Brazilian guy. And um, I said, you know what? I would love to buy that guitar. Actually, no, my friend, he said, oh, Sergio, you should buy that guitar because like, you haven't got an instrument right now to play and to write music. And I said, you know what? I, I think I really should, but I don't have any money with me right now, so I can't really buy it. And my friend said, you know what, don't worry about it. I'll I'll buy it for you and you just pay me back in a couple of weeks when you like get the money back. And I was like, you know what, that's, that's just lovely of you. So he bought it, but I could tell that he had an idea in his mind. So he bought that guitar and when we get home, I kid you not, I wish I could say that this was a joke. He says, um, so Sergio... If you don't want to pay me back, it was 170 reais, this guitar, which is not that much. Uh, he said, if you don't want to pay me back, you can just trade the guitar, trade me the guitar for that pair of socks that you're wearing right now. And I was like, for a pair of socks? Sure, I'll trade a guitar for a sweaty pair of socks. Why not? So uh, this is the guitar I couldn't live without. Um, a guitar that I traded for a pair of socks. That... Um... I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, that was my I, reaction, yeah. That was my reaction exactly when he offered it. Number one, how good can a pair of socks be? They've either got, like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, warm, thin, not got a hole in. Mm. As a musician, how many guitars do you I have? I have five guitars and a couple of other instruments. Yeah. Is that your favourite? 
story wise yeah but like sound wise no i don't think so this is my thing as much as it's got a great story i don't know if it really is something you can't live without well like if i was gonna say your house is on fire you need to like we need to run is that guitar the one thing you're grabbing yeah of course of course that yeah of course that would be the tightest doesn't no, even no, sound no. the listen, best. Listen, listen, listen. If my house was... You've got no house. You need to busk on the street to get money. You're like, oh, it's a guitar that looks great. Got a great exactly, story. Doesn't exactly. sound that so, good. So, busking gets so much money. I remember busking when I was like 15, when I started. And I, I think the most I got was like 64 pounds for half an hour. That's a lot. So, right? Right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get a busking exactly. license. I just had a premonition of you in the street corner with nothing but your guitar. And every time someone walks past you, you just start screaming at them saying, do you know how I got this guitar? Do you? Do you know how I got the guitar? I swapped it for a pair of socks. Not that you sound like that. Yeah, of course. I was going to ask that. I've never heard. I've heard people make impressions on me all the time, but this is a new one. I've never heard that before. Well, you know, trauma changes a man. This is true. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um... I think I'm going to give you a 3.75. You've already told me it's not even like your best sounding guitar. And it has got a great story, but I think you're a liar. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm... Oh, you sound I appreciate... so sad. <laughs> I, I appreciate the 0.75. I appreciate that a lot. Because if mm. someone else gets a 3, I can still say, you know what, I got more than you. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I appreciate that. Wow. A seven point seventy six would have been better, but I'll take the point seventy six. Yeah, you're not getting that though. You got a three point seven five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to take it. I'm really scared now of saying what I wanted to say. Mm, what you say? <laughs> Ooh, that you only got three. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate. Zero point one, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll give you 3.25 and then you've got a whole seven. Awesome. Thank you. Has anybody else before begged to get a not point twenty-five? <laughs> not specifically for a not point twenty-five, but okay. definitely for more points. Okay, okay, okay. I don't feel as bad anymore no. then. Well, you should, because <laughs> the world is about to end. In fact, Ooh. the world is ending in twenty-four hours. Oh gosh. Why don't you tell us how the world ends? Do you want me to tell you how the world ends? If you've got time. <laughs> I mean, I, know, I think... We know you're in a rush. You've got to go somewhere. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I want to waste my last 24 hours explaining how this is going to end. You should know. Of course. But, well, uh, this has been uh, episode number 11. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think the world ends because of just a huge... Um, it starts raining, and uh, maybe I say this because of my fear of living in Chorley that it's always raining, but I think it's just going to start <laughs> raining and just never stop, and then only the richest people can get like a boat to kind of like survive. But after a while, who's going to survive without Tesco's and Asta and all that? So I think that's that's how it's going to end. It's just non-stop rain. It's going to start in Chorley, and then it's just going to like flood. The rest of the world, it's I think. start in Chorley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flood starts here in Chorley. And then it just floods the rest of the earth. 
Where are you when you hear the news? Do you, like, are you in Chorley having to face the rain straight away or are you somewhere else? I'm in my room. Um, I'm in my room, of course, playing guitar. And I just uh, ask my Alexa thingy to show me the news. And that's what it says. And I, of course, I can hear the, the rain outside just nonstop. You know, because it's starting in Chorley, I'm guessing that you're going to want to get as far, you know, as far away as possible from Chorley. I mean... Who wouldn't do that under any other circumstance? Yeah, of course. Um, we've uh, we've gathered some friends and family uh, to ask you some questions. They want to know which artist or band music would you choose to compile the soundtrack of your last day? Definitely, no doubt, Bruno Mars. Oh, I no thought you were going to say no doubt. <laughs> uh, I thought no, I was going to say no Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think Bruno Mars, not because of the lyrics, like the like lyrics specifically, but I just want that cool vibe as I'm going, you know, like 24 karat magic. I just want that vibe as I'm going to like go with style. Um, can you just imagine like the, it's raining and you see a 24 karat magic in the air? It would just be good. I moved back to my family's house after living away for a while and my <laughs> this was when bruno mars was just starting and he was massive he was everywhere and my alarm was grenade <laughs> <laughs> but the thing you need to know about me is that i set my alarm for other people to come and wake me <laughs> because i i don't hear it <laughs> and so like like you i love that song as well but by the end of like day three, day four, my family hated that song <laughs> to the point that if it comes on the radio, even today, they have to switch it off because for like two or three months, that's all they heard. Like 6.30 in the money in the morning. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> the, the question is like, how far did the song get? Like, did it get to the chorus when it all kicks off? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. It, no it, wonder they hated it. They just kept it. going. It just kept going until someone came and said, can you turn your alarm off, please? Yeah, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. Never put a song that you like as your alarm. I learned my lesson. Now it's just the the one that the phone comes with. That's it. Yeah, man. I used to love the iPhone marimba, and now I hate it. <laughs> Something I'd like to know is, what is one thing you always wanted to do for someone else, but you never got the chance to? So, um... Again, I'm going to I'm going to link this with music. I something that I've always wanted to do and I found really cool is I want to write either a soundtrack or a soundscape specifically. So my friend Dante, he does um he loves film. I love film too, but he's really good at like um directing. He's done some like um short films and things like that. A couple of a couple of years ago when we were in college, uh, he had to do a short film for his uh, for an assignment that he had, and he asked me to be one of the actors in in this little short film, and I was the film is called King Pong, so it's about like this uh, cool guy called Julio Nike Bravo, which was me, and he's like this table tennis player. He's like a professional, and he has to play against this Jerry Bingston guy, and the objective. So this is the idea. The idea was that my character was going to be a super cool uh, lady killer, uh, just amazing table, <laughs> like, table tennis player, right? And table there's tennis this... player? <laughs> there's, do you, there's... Do you uh, associate lady killing with uh, table tennis? <laughs> I didn't Depends write on how script. fast you can ping those pongs. 
Exactly, exactly. But I didn't write the script, so I'm not I'm not taking responsibility for it. But there was this right. specific shot in which I'm walking and there's these two girls like sat on a bench and they're like, Oh my gosh, like he's so cute. They don't say, but you can tell that that's what they're thinking. Of course, it's me walking. And of course. he he showed that clip to his teacher for like some feedback. And the teacher said, I love the idea. Uh uh a play that thinks he's so like good looking and so cool, but in reality he's just ugly. I love the idea. Wow. Yeah, and he told wow. me about that. And I was like, I yes. That's me retiring for now. Yeah. But the he he ended up getting a really good mark for the film. I can't remember how much he got, but he ended up getting a really good mark. So I would love to make a soundtrack for something. Cause that that like short film was all soundtrack like it was just all music there was like no dialogue nor anything no anything it was just like music and kind of like just action wow imagine getting the highest mark because because you hired the ugliest actor ugly actor (laughs) (laughs) um would you rather find um a solution so that it stops raining in chorley or play a sold-out show in Madison Square Garden? I'm going to be nice and say that I would You don't like have to. to. You don't have to. You can, you can you be honest. Be selfish, yeah, we're not going to judge you for it. Oh, sure. You won't judge me. Yes, of course. You won't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll be nice. We value honesty. Yeah, I know I'll what ex- I would do. <laughs> I'll explain why, uh, like, why I would do what I would do. I would find, find the reason, like, the way to stop it because... I actually don't necessarily want to play, like, perform. Um, What I love about uh, music and my music is writing it. So, like, I get the thrill out of writing the songs. Like, I don't need to perform them myself for them to be, like, Mm -hmm. for me to feel, like, fulfilled. And then if I save humanity, I'm sure I would get, like, some kind of, like, compensation for that, right? I'm sure. I would get something for that. Okay, so you went <laughs> you went for the selfless option and then right at the end turned it into the most selfish answer you could have possibly have. <laughs> I'm sure I would get something out of it, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm gonna else. save everybody pay to me. get paid. <laughs> we get paid for all kinds of things. I mean we pay for all kinds of things. I'm sure for like saving the world. I mean, at least like, you know, a nice meal. In a nice restaurant, I'm sure I would get that at least, right? Oh, globally, they just changed the name Rain to Sergio. No, oh, why would be they cool. change? No, why would they change like the reason that was going to destroy the planet to my name? No, 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 oh, no. Oh man, it's Sergio in outside, man. <laughs> Again, it's Sergio. It's absolutely Sergio in it down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't there you know. go. There's your reward. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're getting. If that was my and reward, this... I'd rather play Madison Square Garden. <laughs> no. If you had a an impromptu high school reunion, what would you like to tell your classmates that you had accomplished? This is a tiny accomplishment for loads of people, but for me, it was huge. And it it wasn't getting to uni, but it was applying to uni because just anything that has to do with like paperwork or like having to like set anything like that gives me so much anxiety, like so much. 
So, like, now that I'm in uni, it's so chill, it's easy. I can, like, it's, it's, it's fair enough. But when I was, like, preparing to go to it and, like, doing all the paperwork and, like, having to apply for, like, um, everything, that was giving me so much anxiety. I think they'll be really impressed when you tell them that the way that you got your place at uni <laughs> by swapping it for a pair of socks. <laughs> and I think they'll be like, oh man, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No. Um, which person, famous or otherwise, would you like to go get some tacos with on your last day? This is a hard question. Do you like tacos, by the way? I love tacos. I love tacos. Good. Okay, good. I was about to end the podcast had you said no. <laughs> Not just Who this episode, doesn't... the entire podcast. Just the podcast would have been done. Who doesn't like tacos, though? Have you ever met someone that doesn't like tacos? Like, have you ever said that someone is like, oh, I don't like tacos? I mean, I haven't met someone who specifically said they don't like tacos, but I've met people who said that they don't like ethnic food and they only eat like egg and chips and stuff. <gasps> and toast. Not to point any fingers, but those kind of people definitely live in your countries, or at least in the countries that you both reside in right now. Rude. I mean, but also true. I, I, I'm, I love food. I think it's great. And I would never say that British food has no flavor. Like I, I myself think that it's really good. There's some things that are done here that are really good. For example, like pastries. British food, just get them right. British food, get pastry right. But I'm sorry, you're from Spain. Yeah, yeah, food from Spain is amazing. But like, don't you think that Spanish pastries? This is not comparable. Croatian you're pastries. Me, right? Pastry right. anywhere, you... anywhere in Europe. Go to France. Better pastry. Would you rather, right, Sergio? This is an honest question now. Okay. okay I don't want to make you feel bad. I know that I'm doing. That's the exact a lie, same but he's thing. doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm doing the thing that I swore I wasn't going to do. <laughs> if you had the choice, would you go to a Spanish bakery or to Greg's? A Spanish bakery, one hundred percent. But this is what, what I'm we're saying. finding out is that Sergio is a liar. No, no. Okay, this podcast is not what I thought it was going to be. So I think what I'm saying is that British like people get pastries right. I'm not saying that they have the best pastries in the world. But they get okay. it right. Like they get it right. Uh, but yeah, like if I'm if I had to choose like a Greg's or a Spanish bakery, Spanish bakery all the time. I don't know if you ever had those. So like instead eight. of choosing that, can you choose who you would take for tacos? Because <laughs> that okay. was the original question. Okay, okay, okay. So this is the image that I have in my head, right? I yeah. I see myself eating tacos at the beach. Nice sunny day, even though it's raining because it's the last day, right? Uh, and I, rainbows everywhere we love it yeah of course and i would like to have tacos with just bob marley he's the one that came to my head to be honest can you just imagine eating some tacos and then just chilling for a bit he plays some tunes singing uh it would just be so chill you would forget that the world is ending him singing three little birds so good so good play a little bit of footy my parents have Bob Marley magnets on their fridge, and I've never really known why. <laughs> I've always been too afraid to ask. It's one of those things that you see and you just kind of like grow up with. It's like, not, like you just never ask. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm asking you the questions now. Who, who would you guys have tacos with on the last day? 
That seems to imply that I'm sharing tacos and I don't really share food. But if it's a case of I've got my own and they've got their own, I'm just being honest. Um, the thing is, my head just goes to like my actual friends. It doesn't go to yeah. like a celeb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I just want to do it with friends. Like if it's the last day and I've got some like really good food, I want company that I'm going to be chill around, not a celeb that I'm like, oh, this is a bit awkward. I don't really know you. Rochelle, you make it. Oh, See, whatever your question, whatever your answer was, I was going to be like, really? But I can't say that to your friends. I'm a ride or die uh, for my friends. Do you understand now how hard it is to be us? That we literally disagree with anything anyone says? <laughs> do you understand what a burden that is? I can tell Life is now. so hard. <laughs> oh, man. Um, really boring answer, but mine was going to be exactly the same thing. Especially now, like... I think, not to get soppy, but I think Corona has really made everyone see what's important, what isn't. And I think the idea of celebrity has really been brought to light of how, I don't want to say meaningless, but how, you know, these are just people as well. They yeah. just happen yeah. to have a lot more money and a lot more advantages than most. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to eat tacos with my family, man, and with my with my friend <laughs> singular they know mm. who they are <laughs> you say that as if it's not me <laughs> that silence is awkward Sergio as the final moments of your life approach what do you want to be do and have I would love to be surrounded by family and friends definitely um and I would love to, if I hadn't, if I haven't done it by that time, I would love to be able to see the Northern Lights in Norway, specifically in Norway. It's like the thing at the top of my bucket list. I've always wanted to do it so badly. I think it would just be beautiful. I'm very like easily pleased. I don't need much to be like satisfied. So I think just like a, just imagine like one night with your friends and family uh, over there in Oslo, Norway, watching the Northern Lights, some hot chocolate. It would just be perfect. It wouldn't get much better than that, I don't think. Yeah, no, fine. You can have that one. Objective achieved. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us making dreams come true. I know, I know. Honestly, mate, you've been such a pleasure. Oh, um, thank you. You really, really have. Um I'm so glad that we reached out to to get you on um, because it's been it's been really really fun. We're gonna ask you some questions now. At the very beginning, you said that you are. I don't want to misquote you, so you said you were an expert on the U.S. office. Yes. And yes, so all the fo- all the would you rather's today are office themed. Lovely, love that. So. The first question is, would you rather participate in the Office Olympics or attend the Dundies? Um, if I attended the Dundies, uh, would it be just as an spectator or would I maybe get a prize as well? No, you'd be there as a plus one. You know what? Um, I think I'm going to say the Dundies still because I just want to see um, Michael Scott doing his routine or his characters. It would be great. It would be great. I think we we were missing another episode of the Dundies in that show. That would have been 
perfect for me. Love this. Okay. Would um, you... Rochelle, is this making any sense to you? Not a single iota. Oh. <laughs> right. I just want to make it very clear that Rochelle has only seen, in her words, a couple of episodes of the US office. Goodness gracious. Which I think is just... <sighs> Go on, get your disappointment out. No, See, it's just astonishing. Rochelle, did, so how many... Ep- did you watch anything apart from episodes from the first season? Like, I feel like I've been at a friend's house and there might have been an episode that might not have been from season one. And I've seen him doing, like, his little parkour shtick. Oh, who hasn't seen that? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so I've, <laughs> see, so I've seen bits. Yeah. I think, right. yeah, I think like the thing with The Office is like, if you watch it, it feels like you've already seen it because literally every single bit of The Office has been turned into a meme. Yeah. And so it, it probably, even if you haven't watched it from beginning to end, it probably feels like you have just because Yeah. It just it's just such a memeable show. Like I religiously use The Office gifts of that guy doing eye rolls or like we've all seen the whatever his name is and whatever her name is and everyone wants them to get together. Yes, I have no idea what their actual names are. That isn't me making it up. Not a clue. Jim? Jim. This is just Jim Jim and Pam. Yes, Jim and Pam. There we go. Um, Okay. Uh, Look, Basically, throughout these, I will just be nodding and agreeing. Um, Would you (laughs) rather find out who the Scranton Strangler is or have Michael still in the last few seasons? Oh, he's not in the last few seasons. He's not. I'm, I'm pretty That's a spoiler. sure. I know. I'm pretty sure I know who the Scranton Strangler is. To be honest, I think it was Toby. I think Toby <laughs> was the Scranton Strangler. I've I've read. My Don't shit. you agree, Rochelle? Toby. I I'm not sure if it was Toby. I think it was that other guy with the jacket and and the hat. Mm. Yes, of course, the other guy with the jacket and the hat. Of course, we <laughs> oh, all oh, know yeah. him. Uh, yeah. Watch it again. You'll see him. He's in the background. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I definitely know which one you mean. Yeah. Like mm-hmm, season mm-hmm, season mm-hmm. seven episode two, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was Toby. So I'm gonna say uh, definitely Michael being the last few seasons of The Office. Perfect. Would you rather show up to the Diwali party in a cheerleader <laughs> costume and have to stay the whole time? Or drive Michael to break the news to Scott's talks and have to stay the whole time. I don't know why people hate that episode of the Scott's talks. I think it's hilarious. I, I think it's, it's hilarious. So, it's so like bad. I it's one of my underst- favorites. Yeah, of course, Rochelle. Of course, <laughs> I think it's like one of the ones that you get um, like secondhand embarrassment from. But it's so funny. I would have loved to be able to drive Michael there. I would have loved to do that. It's it's so funny. Would you rather be in an endless engagement to Roy or an endless friend zone with Jim? You know what? I think I would stay... Uh, I would have the eternal friend zone with Jim because Pam with eternal like engagement with Roy, she wasn't like truly happy. But even being friends with Jim, like they had their good times, you know what I mean? So I think me and Jim can have some good fun, pull some pranks on Dwight. Um, definitely. Definitely eternal friend zone. Um, Some fun platonic times. That's what we all aim for. Would you rather work at Athlete or at the Michael Scott Paper Company? Realistically, Athlete. Definitely. Yeah, Um, yeah, Athlete was so cool. Like, even the building and everything was so cool and the opportunities that they had. But then, 
the Microsoft paper company went pretty much bankrupt. So no, I would not like <laughs> to work there. Maybe. Okay. Would you rather burn your foot on a George Foreman grill or <laughs> have Dwight trap a bat on your head with a trash bag? Um, I would like to burn my foot because that means that at least I woke up to the smell of crispy bacon. Yeah. Oh. So this makes this makes no sense to you, Rochelle, and it's it's paining. It, it's causing me so much pain that this makes no sense to you. Literally like, none. Why would, why would someone trap a bat on your head yep. with, a, with a bin bag? And also, why would you choose burning your foot over that option? Again, you just need to watch it. You just need to be there. Yeah, I don't want to spoil no, what happens. I'm fine where I am. Would you rather sit with Kelly and Ryan in the annex or help Kevin clean up his spilled chili? Help Kevin all the way. I would do anything other than sitting with Kelly and Ryan in the annex. And Kevin, dear Kevin, we all like when when we are watching that episode and he drops the chili. We all want to help him. We all do. Poor <laughs> Kevin. But also just watch him. <laughs> yeah, true. You laugh See, first for like bit. first two seconds, then you help. That's the rule. No, like when he starts, just like he just sits in it and then he's like scooping <laughs> it up. <laughs> With the papers. Would you Just eat throw. the chilli after he'd scooped it up? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Would you rather stay a weekend at Dwight's Bed and Breakfast or tag along with Michael and Jan to Sandals Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with these? This is such Who? a good would you rather, man. Who came this up with so these? so good. Oh. oh. I would stay a night at um, Dwight's bed and breakfast because I actually think that would be enjoyable. Who would say that they would want to tag along with Michael and Jan to Sandals, Jamaica? Who would say that? Oh, mate, I'd go to Jamaica. Easy. No questions asked. In that case, I think I already know the answer to to the next question, which is, would you rather go to Robert California's pool party or attend Michael and Jan's dinner party? Oh, I would like to go to the dinner party, actually. I would definitely <laughs> love to go to that dinner party. That was, that's one of the best episodes of the, of the series. Uh, just that awkward, like, atmosphere. So funny. You know when he, like, pulls, uh, pushes the TV into the, into the wall? I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. Me either. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> Rochelle, Rochelle, oh, you need to watch I it. I forgot that Rochelle was here. <laughs> I was like, you oh. know what? I was like, I can relate to that. I don't know why it's funny either. Would you rather be in the room when Michael prank fires Pam or attend the meeting where Michael kisses Oscar? Attend the meeting where Michael kisses Oscar because that it's. I'm just putting myself in when, so when Michael fires Pam, Ryan is there and you can see how awkward he feels. And I do not want to feel like that. But then when Michael kisses Oscar, it's just funny. It's just funny. I love that episode. It's so funny. Did you know that that was improvised? So he wasn't meant to kiss him, but he just did. Did you know that, Rochelle? Yeah. I know, lo- I know lots of trivia about about The Office. Yeah. Of course. Sergio, you've been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You guys have really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Uh, Before you go, 
um, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Maybe not specifically the listeners, but Rochelle, the office, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ugh. I would just say I, I'm just going to be classic. Um, if you want to listen to a bit of the music that I do, it's all on like Spotify, iTunes, everywhere, really. Amazon Music, whoever uses that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's under my name. So yeah, please do go check it out. And tell me what you think. But yeah. Like, it is genuinely very, 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 very good. Like, I'm not just saying that because he's standing right in front of me. <laughs> well, through a screen. But I, <laughs> Socially distant. Genuinely, genuinely so, that means a so, lot. so good. Thank you, thank you. I approve this message. Thank you, thank you. Have you listened to it too? Yeah, I um, listen to it every time after I um, watch an, an episode of The Office. Mate, that is sad that you never listened to it. <laughs> but I will be more likely to check out your music than I am to check out The Office. I don't know if I'm happy about that, to be honest. Okay, you can choose one. Do I check out your music or do I check out The Office? I'm going to tell you to check out The Office because I think you'll be nice <sighs> to eventually check out my music. You don't know me very well. It makes me feel even worse for like ever disagreeing with you because you're just such a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And now I just feel like the worst person ever like, <laughs> disagreeing with you that Blue Smoke is not the best song ever written. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, um, for those of you who don't know, we have a um, podcast playlist, Last Day on Earth playlist. You we can do. Find it on Spotify. Um, and every now and again, Rochelle and I will put uh, music in that playlist of just songs that we vibe with really and so we'll we'll make sure that we put some of um circus music in there so that you guys can can check it out i'll even put blue smoke by dolly in there <laughs> do it do it you love it you maybe, love it maybe, maybe maybe please don't forget to subscribe give us a lovely review and a five star rating if you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.